Hello and welcome to the Odds Profit Podcast, the show that jumps in with two feet on the bookmaker's ankles, the podcast that sees avenues of approach where others only see roadblocks, the show that hits all the right notes and none of the bum ones, Ian, the pod that gives the bookie the eyes before thundering another winning bet straight past them and into your pocket. That's I'm true. Simon Winter and as ever I'm joined in the studio by my co-host, Ian Bright. How goes it? What an intro, Simon. <laughs> Did you enjoy that one? Oh, it was a good one. Yeah, Thank you. I have to say. Um, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you are. Oh, don't go yet. Listen up. This podcast is about betting and gambling, so you must be aged 18 or over to listen in. And if you do follow our tips this weekend, then please gamble responsibly. So first up, we're going to take a look back at last week's tips. So Ian, how did it go? Yeah, it was a weekend of kind of two fortunes, really. Um, started off pretty bad on Saturday, I'm not going to lie. Um, so let's have a look at what happened. So I had the Burnley versus Brentford game. I was looking at that. A number of goals, two or three. Um, it finished 3-1. It was 3-0 for so long. Um, <laughs> Saman Godas scored for the visitors in the 79th minute. Oh. Uh, and then we had the Man City versus Crystal Palace game. And had Man City to score over 2.5 goals. Um it finished 2-0 to Palace um, after they went down to 10 men. Uh, yeah, and then we had the Spurs versus Manchester game. And yeah, look, it was a dinnertime fixture. It was over 3.5 goals. Um, and that was coming in at 2.75. And I was thinking, this is going to be it. This is going to be it. No. Finished 3-0 <laughs> to United because uh, uh, Spurs failed to register an even a single shot on goal. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So then we had the Norwich-Leeds game and our fortunes started to turn here. Uh, we had Leeds to win and more than 2.5 goals to be scored. Uh, it finished 2-1 to Leeds, so we had this, uh, which is our, which was our second biggest prize of the weekend. And then Monday night, we had Wolves win and both teams to score. And thankfully that came in and that was a 4-1 or 5.0. A strong finish there, Ian. A yeah. strong, strong finish. That's what she said. <laughs> Simon, how did you get on? Um, pretty similar to you, actually. Um, I started off with Leicester versus Arsenal and I had tipped both teams to score at 1.67. Oh, um, nice. Arsenal kept a clean sheet, but I mean, Aaron Ramsdale had the, yeah. the game of his life, didn't he? See, it was that's ridiculous. Age, that's your natural game. So look, I'm happy with that. I was just happy with that Betty, and even though it didn't come in, yeah. I'm happy with how. Um, yeah, okay, it didn't win. Bottom <laughs> line. Next up um, at Anfield, I had Liverpool Brighton, and I tipped Liverpool to score in both halves at five to six or one point eight three. Ask me, did it land, Ian? Did it land? Nope. No. They did all their scoring early doors actually before they were pegged back by the stubborn Seagulls. Then on to Newcastle versus Chelsea. Um, I had Chelsea win and under four goals at 2.0. And kaboom, it wow. landed. Double yeah. your money. What was that, 3-0 again or something? 3-0 yeah. again. Mm. Um, next up, I had Watford Southampton. Um, I went for both teams to score, 1.7. Nobody, nope, nope, nope. It was 1-0 to the Stingy Saints. <laughs> I didn't really see that one coming, obviously. Um, then I finished up with Aston Villa versus West Ham. And I tipped both teams to score again because I'm a consistent mofo. Yeah. Uh, 1.67. And yes, it happened. Happy this day. was a winning bet inside 34 minutes. So you could have cashed out early. Could have cashed out early. Got your so, tea on. Roundup. Completed it, mate. Nice one. Let's get on to this week's fixtures where we have a veritable feast of Premier League football to enjoy before the onset of the season's 811th international break. <laughs> okay, let's do it. All right. Okay, so first up, we head to the sunny south coast on Friday evening, where Dean Smith's future hangs in the proverbial balance, Ian. Mm. Aston Villa have lost four games in a row, and as we all know, 
losing more than twice uh, on the spin is grounds for dismissal <laughs> these days. He's done exceptional work at Villa, but all that counts for absolutely nothing, of course, because the mighty villains are in 15th spot after 10 games, and they're only, in those lovely air quotes, within a couple of decent results of returning to the top half. So shame on you, Smith. Shame. Sling your rucks on. Hmm. Seesaw calamity, really, hanging in the balance. Hanging in the balance. Southampton are unbeaten on three, though a kind run of opponents, including games against Leeds, Burnley and Watford, has aided their spike in fortunes. With five draws already this season, they certainly are the side you want to bank on in the match results markets, though. However, I have my eye on a potentially profitable option in a niche market on Friday, where you can grab 2.6 or 8.5 on Villa to score more goals in the second half than the first Villa have hit 11 of their 14 goals this season after the interval and their habit of kicking into gear after the break could be worth backing. Yowie wowie. Thank you. I haven't had a yowie wowie to one of my tips in a long time. Feels good. Yeah, well, don't get too used to it, man. <laughs> okay, what you got up for us on Saturday? Oh, well, look, 12.30 on Saturday. Are you looking forward to that? It's um, the Man United versus Man City game, man. Some would call that a Manchester derby, not me. No, no, no. I'm keeping it all school here. Look, at the end of the day, Simon, you can get your 12.30 game out of the way and then you can look after the kids for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, look, it, when it's a lunchtime kickoff, it has a potential to either make or ruin your weekend. Exactly, look. So let's get into it. So last season in March, we saw Man United visiting the Etihad and stealing all three points from the hosts, thanks somewhat to an early Bruno Fernandes penalty. Surprise, surprise. Uh, this ended does, a does it matter that it was, that was a, like a foul? Does that matter these days? Ah, oh, no, because let's be honest, it's a Bruno Fernandes penalty. So that's uh, good <laughs> odds usually anyway. Um, this ended a run of 15 successive straight wins for City in the league. Um, the reverse fixture at Old Trafford finished 0-0 earlier that season, a game that saw the likes of Harry Maguire clear from the line while the hosts also saw a penalty appeal overturned by VAR. <laughs> uh, both teams are in a different position this year with both recently experiencing some shock defeats. United subsequently bounced back against Spurs last weekend with that 3-0 win but the manager isn't out of the woods by a long shot and they'll need a result on home soil to win back the fans I feel. City, on the other hand, are coming off a shock home defeat to Crystal Palace, having been reduced to 10 men late on in the first half. They can't really afford to sit back on this one either, I'll be honest, Mm. Simon. Look, I'm finding it really difficult to call this outright, so I'm staying away from the win markets here. I think, you know, both teams are going to be cagey, but ultimately the second half is going to open up. Man City have found it back of the net in the second half in four of their last five Premier League games. Man United are a little lighter here, having found it in just two of the last five Premier League games. But considering what they need to do to prove to the fans, I think they're going to be firing on all cylinders here. And you have to look at the likes of the Champions League. There, um, you know, Tuesday night, Ronaldo getting that late winner and you know, late equaliser. Yeah, late. Oh yes, sorry, late equaliser. Thank you. Um, it felt like a winner, didn't it? You it know? Yes, um, in many ways, Ian. But anyway, look, that's what I'm going for. I'm going with both teams to score in the second half here at 2-1 to one or 3.0. Excellent. That's an excellent pick. It's not bad, is it? No. Um, What's next? So next we have Brentford versus Norwich. I'm having a look at this. Um, looking at Norwich here first, I thought they actually played with some fight and spirit against Leeds, clawing a goal back immediately, only to go behind again in, in that game, which I think we saw three goals in four minutes. Yeah, something crazy, all right. Yeah, it's probably the most fun any Norwich fan has had all season, to be fair. <laughs> um, Norwich have only found the net three times so far this season, with seven teams scoring two or more goals against them in ten games. 
Their winless run of form has been extended to 20 matches, but they'll take some hope knowing fellow relegation side Burnley beat Brentford last weekend. The Bees have lost three games on the trot now and will be looking to turn their fortunes around to gain some momentum here at home. The last time we saw Brentford beat Norwich was in 2017 away at Carroll Road and we have to go back all the way to August 2009 before we last uh, saw them beat them at home. So it's kind of a long time. Um, It's probably too early to tell if heads at Brentford are beginning to drop due to recent games, but if they don't come away with a result here, you'd feel their confidence will be at a season low despite their great start to the campaign. We have to go back to that 2017 game again when we saw more than 2.5 goals scored in the match. Um, So I'm going with a low scoring game here. It's hard to call if both teams will score here. I'm tempted to say yes, but it's very difficult to bank on someone like Norwich scoring away as well. So I'm going with a solid under 2.5 goals bet here which is coming in at 10 to 11 or 1.91 okay yeah that makes a lot of sense to me yeah sounds good and then looking at the Chelsea Burnley game in Stamford Bridge um, look Chelsea loved to score in the second half and they've scored three in roughly 15 minutes in the second half against Newcastle while four out of their seven goals um, in the Norwich game came after half time as well they've only conceded three goals all season with Two of those uh, three goals being penalties, I think, as well. Thomas Tuchel is transforming Chelsea into a defensive powerhouse. And you have to look at the likes of Mendy and goal. He's He's been fantastic this season as well. Um, and I just don't think Burnley can get past the, the goal line at Stamford Bridge. I just don't see it happening. Uh, Burnley are coming off a, a decisive 3-1 victory against Brentford last week. And before that, drew 2-2 with Southampton. So there's a, they have goals in them, Okay. But they've just failed to score against any other title contenders, having played both Man City and Liverpool already this season. It's also worth noting that Chelsea did the double on Burnley last season, scoring 2-0 at Stamford Bridge and 3-0 at Turf Moor. A win-to-nil bet is a bit light here at 10-11 or 1.91, but it is a good one. Um, however, the bet I'm going with is Chelsea to win both halves, and that's coming in at a tasty 13-8 or 2.63. That is tasty. Nom, nom, nom. Two two good options there. Win to nil. Mm. I think Chelsea have beaten them to nil three times in a row. Yeah. Seven clean sheets in ten Premier League games this season, I think, too. So, yeah. So, there um, you go. Yeah. yeah. Served You've, up some nice nice tips there. Thanks. You've been looking at the Crystal Palace game, man. What's going on there? Correct, Ian. Correct. I'm off to Selhurst Park, where the Eagles take on the Wolves in the clash between talons and teeth. Mm. Formerly Hodgson versus, actually recently Hodgson versus Nuno, and presently Vieira versus Laga. Mm. It's all change. It's all change in South London. Both clubs are in decent form ahead of Saturday's game. Palace are unbeaten in five and are brimming with confidence following an equal part surprising and impressive 2 0 win at City. Wolves win over Everton on Monday was their fourth victory in five Premier League assignments, and their record on the road reads a superb three wins from their last four. It's that away record that caught my eye, actually. Mm. And when you consider that Palace have dropped points in four out of five games at Sellers this season, Wolves suddenly jump off the page as a great option in the double chance market. However, however, okay. double chance on its own is very light. 1.53. Oh, we don't want that. Don't want that. But if you couple it with both teams to score, you're up to 2.75. Both teams to score has landed in each of Palace's last three home games and in each of Wolves' last four in the league overall. So there you go, 2.75. I'll say that again. You're combining Wolves' double chance with both teams to score. I love the sound of that one, man. Thank you. That's it for part one, actually. No, but, it's not. But, yes, yes, come on. 
Yeah, no, I'm not getting uh, letting you get away with it now this time, okay? So, but I want to get away with it. No, it's my turn for an L halftime quiz, okay? So look, internationals are coming up. Um, mm-hmm. Here they come. Yeah, and you know what that means? No, uh, me neither. To be boredom. Honest. No, me neither. Oh. <laughs> but I was eating, right? I was eating a hearty Irish stew last night. How hearty are we talking? Very hearty, okay? It was cold outside. It was nice and warm. It was trickling down my throat. What? Uh, what? What? <laughs> and it what got me. It got me thinking. Anyway, right about some famous footy foods from each country. You know, so like, what's kind of what each country kind of associates their food watching football with? Okay, so I did a little research, Simon. And to be honest, look, a lot is either sausages or seeds. I'm not gonna lie. It's weird. Oh, seeds, okay? sausages. Okay. So I've devised a little quiz. It's called sausage, seed, or something else. And bonus points if you can tell me what the something else is. Oh. Okay? All of these answers come from the official UEFA website, so if any of the listeners dispute this, then you're going to have to take it up with them. Go to hell, listeners. Yeah. I'll give the country, and you have to guess whether it's a sausage, seed, or something else. Okay, okay let's let's do this. I'm ready. Hold on. Wait now. I just have to prime my brain. Okay. Ready. Okay, uh, just quick question. Have you eaten any sausages or seeds today? None. None no. of them at all. Okay, okay. So there's a total of seven, so you need four out of seven to pass, okay? <laughs> Okay, the first, <laughs> the first country yes. is our Danish friends in Denmark, believe it or not. Danish friends in Denmark. So sausage, sausage, seed, or, seed something, or something else. Something else. Uh, Denmark, something else. You're wrong. Oh. It's um, sausage. Oh. And it's the Stadion Platt, also known as the Stadium Dish, is king. Two sausages in a bread roll with mustard and ketchup. Wow. Plus a draft beer. UEFA.com's... A draft bought, beer in the in the bread with the... Yeah. UEFA.com's Peter Bruin says, a football match in Denmark without that menu usually consumed in the halftime break is almost unthinkable. Unthinkable. Yeah. So you got that wrong, you big idiot. Thank um, you. The next one is Gibraltar, sausage seed or something else. Well, that's definitely seeds. You're right. Ah! <laughs> you know a good seed, man. Okay, next one is Malta, sausage seed or something else. Well, another island... Mm. Uh, seeds again seeds again you're wrong it's cappuccino and a sandwich you fool yeah but maybe there's seed sandwiches did you ever consider don't know I don't drink sandwiches (laughs) (laughs) okay the next one is Italy Uh, sausage sandwich or something else sausage seed or something else you're a fool ah, something else Ah, unlucky it's salamella and that's a grilled sausage. Yeah, I know. Dangerous. <laughs> it's a grilled sausage, often with onions and paprika, according to UEFA.com's Paolo Menicucci. Oh. Okay, San Marino. Sausage, seed, or something else? Seeds for sure. No, it's something else, you fool. <laughs> it's piadina. It's a local speciality, a thin flatbread stuffed with cheese and other things how like on earth would I, Like when you said you get bonus points for something else, how on earth would I know that? What is it again? Yeah, well, think about bonus points, man. They're not easy to achieve. Oh. It's um, Piedina. Piedina, right? Mm-hmm. Here's one for you. Ireland. Sausage seed or something else. Something else. Okay, what would you have? What would you have? Chips. Oh, it is. It's a big bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> and that's according to the UEFA website. Look at Oh, up. they're not wrong. And now yeah. I believe all their other research because that's so accurate. Yeah, it is. And the next one then, and the final one, is Switzerland. But wait now. What, how many am I on? Only Seven, two? but you've only got two. You've already failed. Wait, wait. If, this well, is a redemption one. This is redemption. But okay. if this is the something else and I guess it's something else, do I get like a super amount of bonus points? Yes. You get but it's three. probably not something else. It's okay. seeds. It's not. It's beer and sausage, you fool. Oh, for- <laughs> and that's the end of the quiz and also 
The uh, end of part one. End of part one. God, I hate myself. Okay, welcome back to part two, where we're going to plant more seeds, hopefully, that will grow into winning sausages. I mean, bets. Seeds of positivity, not doubt. Yes, that's it. So it's the dinnertime fixture. It's Brighton Newcastle. Ian, half mm-hmm. five. It's Brighton's Hot Cuisine versus Newcastle's store brand 29 cent microwavable <laughs> meal. Who will pass the taste test at the Amex Stadium? Well, Brighton is um, probably the easy answer here. Um, they came from two down to draw with Brighton at Anfield last weekend. Mm. And Albion were well worth that point. While Newcastle were swatted aside 3-0 by Chelsea at St. James's Park. 3-0 is actually quite a relevant scoreline here. Because Brighton beat Newcastle 3-0 both home and away last season. And at 3-5 or 1.6, there's enough wiggle room in there to back them again on Saturday evening. Albion have lost just twice in 10 games. They are genuinely good. And in Leandro Trossard, they have one of the league's most underrated and dangerous performers, in my view. So side with the host here. Excellent. Sounds good. What Thank was you. The, what was the final bet there again? Oh. oh, well, it was Brighton to win, Ian, at 1.6. Nice. I like that. Okay, excellent. Just cool. one, one more time. It was Brighton <laughs> to, win to beat one. Newcastle United at 1.6. Get that, get that money on it, guys. All right, we're on to Sunday. Where are we? We're looking at the Arsenal versus Watford game. And at the why Emirates. wouldn't we? Yeah, why won't we not? You know. Um, so look, it's at two o'clock. Um, Arsenal versus Watford at the Emirates. Yes. Yeah, so look, Che Adams netted the winner against Watford last weekend for Southampton in a game which saw the Hornets have a shot by Sar cleared off the line and. Perhaps, probably, do you know what? They deserve to come away with something here. Uh, it does feel like there's a marginal improvement starting to show for Ranieri's men. In that game, they alone had four shots on target um, to Southampton's one with another five off targets. So they're definitely getting up there. Arsenal have come away with 14 points in their last six games, having not lost at all, which puts them second to Chelsea, if you were to look at it that way, uh, who have bagged just one more point. Ramsdale, as we mentioned already, is in the form of his life, it seems, having had an absolute worldly against Ranieri's old flame Leicester at the King Power last weekend. Um, Peter Schmeichel was calling it one of the best saves he's ever seen, I think. Uh, imagine your dad calling like the opposition side. like you know, that was, that was Maybe it's game. a motivational tool. Maybe he's telling his son he's just not proud of him. <laughs> maybe that's how the Schmeichel's role. Yeah, maybe. Look, love, love through hate. Love through hate, yeah. Um, Leicester... Had a total of eight shots on target that game against Arsenal. So if Watford get anywhere near that kind of freedom, we might once again be looking at Ramsdale to put in another man of the match performance. Arsenal have conced- uh, Arsenal have still conceded goals at home with their only clean sheet of the season at the Emirates coming against Norwich back in September. I think Watford will be thinking they can get away with something here, to be honest with you. I think they might be looking at points here. But I find it hard to bet against Arsenal at the moment, something I didn't think I'd say. Um, they're on a good run they are on a fantastic run of, run of form at the moment but so, wouldn't it just be like Arsenal to beat everyone and then yeah that's it though you know what I mean <laughs> but anyway look I'm putting fate in Arsenal here um, Arsenal have started strong in most of their last five games scoring in the first half in all but one I feel that the Crystal Palace game a few weeks back served as a lesson to them not to sit back when going up early a bet I'm liking here is Arsenal to win both halves at 11-10 to 10 or 2.1 wow yeah that's a big one. It's a big one, isn't it? What have you got next, Simon? Okay, I'm off to Goodison Park where Everton fans will be fearing the worst, won't they? Possibly. Why? <laughs> I'd still be thinking, why do we have to be the first Premier League team to face Tottenham under Antonio Conte? The new manager effect once again. The new again. manager effect. The Toffees have, I'm going to say it, 
hit a sticky patch since their draw at home Trafford oh last month. And they've lost three games on the bounce since. They were battered at home by Watford in their last run out at Goodison. And you'd imagine Spurs will arrive on Merseyside with a kick in their step, especially if they hammer Vitesse in the Europa Conference League on Thursday. Sunday's game has the new manager bounce written all over, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Even if Antonio Conte is only a slightly newer manager than Rafa Benitez, I mean, it's going to be kind of the look at the instant impact he's had after just a few days. Is that, That's my glimpse into mm. the Twitter timeline in the future there. It's like um, kids getting new phones now every few months. Yeah, it's a, exactly like that. Mm. Yeah, that analogy fits very well. Anyway, I'm going for a standard Tottenham win here. At 20 to 21 or 2.45. Hey, that's pretty Everton, strong. Yeah, Everton have regressed. Conte will be flopping around on the touchline like a merman trying to use an electric scooter. Flip flop. Yeah, and back Spurs to harness his, his energy here. They're going to be out to impress, and I think they will. Okay. No, that sounds really good. Well, what a price. Um, excellent. I'm looking at the Leeds versus Leicester game at Ellen Road as well. Um, Brendan Rogers' side are taking on a lead side who picked up a vital win against Norwich last time out, lifting them out of the relegation zone. They were only smelling it for a few minutes. Leicester, not for the want of trying, just couldn't find a way past Arsenal last weekend, and they'll be coming into this game with every intent on three points, knowing those around them in the league are eyeing up those European places. Now, they really need to step it up. Leicester won at this ground last season 4-1, while Leeds returned a favour at the King Power later in the year. Leeds weren't very convincing against the languishing Norwich side, though. I have to say, um, Rafina, like, he was a standout. I mean, he's a class apart from the rest of the team, to be fair. Two worldies, the goals were, really, uh, weren't they? Unbelievable, You're yeah. not going to do that every week? No, no, they're not, no. Look, they're coming like, up against a much better side here in Leicester, who have far greater quality in the ranks as well. So, I think it's a decent price for a, an away side outright as well. So, um, And that's coming in at Leicester to win. 11-8 to eight or 2.3. Wow. Mm. They're always given such big prices in the bookies. Unbelievable. It was the same last season. Every week was Leicester massive price. And they did, I mean, they won more than most, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. What's um, going on with the Liverpool game this weekend? Okay. Then? It's West Ham versus Liverpool. It's not quite dinner time. Okay. Sundays are a little bit strange, aren't they? Some have folk, your Sunday roast a little earlier, would you? That's it. Some folk move dinner time to lunchtime. Mm. Traditionalists, though, who like week-long mealtime consistency, will be getting <laughs> decidedly peckish by the time West Ham kick off against Liverpool at half four. And what looks like a potentially interesting game at first glance, at least, mm. are the Irons built to be awkward opponents for Liverpool? I'm not so sure. Mm. Um, the bookies certainly disagree with me, however, which is why you can get a pretty generous-looking. 4-6 to six or 1.67 for a standard Liverpool win in the match result markets. It's not often that you get a price that good for Liverpool win unless they lose half their team to injury against Atletico Madrid on Wednesday then I can't see anything other than a Liverpool win here. Liverpool have won 8 of their last 9 league meetings with the Hammers. They have their number in they have their number. Mm, mm. West Ham are in fine recent form however and it's a big however they've only won once in 4 attempts at home. And Liverpool have the class and quality, <coughs> Mo Salah, to get the job done. Yeah, exactly. Um, that sounds pretty good, to be fair. That's the last game already. Ham versus liver. Mm. Ham versus liver. Yeah. Okay. Two inner animal innards. <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, yeah, that's it. That's uh, what, what game catches your eye this week and what are you looking at? Do you know what? They all catch my eye and I just hope everyone has a really, really good time. Everybody out there, it's the taking part that counts. But it's the hey, taking part. If you can win some money as well, 
I hope we can help you along the way, yeah. Absolutely. Look, thanks as always for tuning in. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you do like the show, we'd appreciate a follow on Spotify and maybe even a share with your friends if you're feeling generous. The more followers and listeners we get, the likelier it is that we'll be, well, that we can keep producing the shows, essentially. Mm. Um, if you don't listen, we're kind of like fairies, you know, that kind of, yeah, if you don't believe in us, we, we die. We're here to make you money. Don't let us die. You don't want that on your conscience. Make sure and check out Odds Profit on Facebook and on their official website for their latest expert tips. And remember to gamble responsibly. That's it then, Simon. Thanks a lot for having me again. No, okay. <laughs> this is the last time. <laughs> See you next week.